How Much Office Space Do You Really Need? Written by Santhia Balchandani, narrated by Gail Crew. Connect Global's The Source Magazine, December 2022. How much square footage a company needs for its office has always been a tricky question to answer. And now, with hybrid work here to stay, it's an even more complicated puzzle. Yet thoughtful and intentional solutions are possible, especially with new technologies such as spatial intelligence and occupancy sensors. By analyzing real-time data and adjusting to changing employee needs, you can create a dynamic and agile workplace that utilizes your company's space sustainably and cost-effectively. Sounds great, right? How, then, do you get started? 1. Figure out the average office space needed per occupant. Adjust your method of calculation. Previously, companies calculated the size of their office based on the number of employees. They would multiply the number of employees by the number of square feet or meters needed per individual to estimate how large their offices should be. But this calculation no longer works. Today, you might employ a large number of people, but only 30% of your staff might come into the office at a time. Or you might have hired an entirely remote employee. Even more, entire teams might work off-site while others come in sporadically to connect and collaborate. A simple one-to-one ratio of desks to employees is no longer an accurate calculation for office space needs. Instead, it is crucial to understand the average amount of space needed per occupant. If 70% of your staff is remote, it does not make sense to provide a desk for them in the office. Likewise, if someone only comes to work once or twice a week, hot desking might be a viable solution for them. The importance of accurate data. This is where it helps to have a data-driven real-time view into each part of your office. For example, the VergeSense Spatial Intelligence Platform can assess who, out of the 30% of your staff that comes into the office, uses which spaces most frequently. Are individual workstations or collaborative spaces more popular? You can even assess the difference between active and passive occupancy. Has someone sat down at a desk to work, or has he simply left his backpack there for the day? Effective technology and proper calculations are required to truly understand how an office is being used and what needs to change. Let's consider the question of enclosed spaces to see how this plays out. 2. Determine the size of enclosed spaces. Strategically thinking through enclosed spaces and collaborative workstations is imperative to meet changing employee needs. VergeSense found that the need for collaborative space has skyrocketed across companies of all kinds. In Q4 2019, office planners suggested that you have one collaborative space for every six desks. As of Q3 in 2021, it is one collaborative space for every two desks. This is a staggering change in office design. We can point to many reasons for this, the most obvious being that people are now accomplishing their focused individual tasks at home and commuting into the office to work with their teams. Thus, the need for more collaborative spaces. But how do you decide how many enclosed spaces, think huddle rooms, conference rooms, phone booths, training classrooms, etc., to create, and how big should they be? Experimentation, adjustment, success. Experimentation is key to unlocking a true understanding of your spaces. Whether you're experimenting in one building or one floor, you can make informed design choices with real data in a low-risk, high-reward environment. This is especially helpful in a period of low workplace utilization when many businesses need to produce a business case for what will have an impact prior to a full-scale rollout. Make workplace decisions with confidence, define your new standards, and bring employees back faster one experiment at a time. Visualize the office layout. You have assessed how many occupants regularly use the office. You have considered the number and size of enclosed spaces you will need. Now it is the time to visualize the layout of your office. It is essential to consider each department separately, as each will have different needs. According to a 2019 survey, 90% of professionals are more productive in workspaces designed with intentionality. 
Having their needs considered and met shows people that they are valued and seen by the company. The layout, flow, and design affect how people feel and work in the space. Too loud and crowded results in little focused work being accomplished. Too serious and restricting and creative problem solving and collaboration are hampered. Your design team might need more collaborative, flexible spaces, while your legal team might need more private offices. Your receptionist might need extra chairs to accommodate waiting guests, while the executive assistant works fine in a cubicle outside the CEO's office. When visualizing how all the pieces of your office will fit together, here are some helpful averages for space allocation. Individual spaces, one to two occupants, 50 square feet, 4.65 square meters per employee. Open workstations, shared, 60 to 110 square feet, 5.57 to 10.23 square meters per employee. Huddle rooms, two to six occupants, 150 square feet, 14 square meters per employee. Conference rooms, 6 to 20 occupants, 150 to 500 square feet, 14 to 46.45 square meters. Lounge areas, 5 to 20 occupants, 500 plus square feet, 46.45 plus square meters. Consider what other spaces your employees might benefit from. Quiet rooms, pods for nursing mothers, a cafeteria or coffee shop, lockers and storage, a bike room, an outdoor space all add value to your office. The goal, however, is not to be the next cutting-edge tech campus. Instead, you aim to create a dynamic workplace that promotes productivity, fuels creativity, and truly fits your company's needs. How to design the right-sized workplace. This is one of our favorite things to talk about, and research, and help companies problem-solve. So glad you asked. Right-sizing your office space is all about optimization. Your workspace should be dynamic and flexible, able to meet and adapt to the changing needs of its users. With fewer occupants in the office at any given time, it might feel tempting to downsize your square footage, but downsizing and right-sizing are not the same things. Data gives you critical insight into how to best change your workplace size and layout. If you find employees are often double booking collaborative meeting rooms, you might consider repurposing a less popular area or even building out more space. On the flip side, perhaps you find that half a floor is hardly used that data might trigger conversations about subleasing. It is also essential to think beyond today. What will your company look like in five years, 10 years? How many employees do you hope to have? What would your ideal common spaces look like? Always keep future growth in mind. If you think you will grow quickly or significantly, adding 10 to 15% of extra space to your office plans today is wise. Right-sizing your office is not a one-size-fits-all solution, and it's not a magic wand finish-in-one-day situation either. Establishing a dynamic workplace is a process that takes intention and time, and continual monitoring and adjusting once it's rolled out. About the author, Santhia Balkhandani is Content Marketing Specialist at VergeSense.